0: Meeting the parents is a milestone in any relationship, and today on the Crashing After Show, we're discussing Pete and Kat's interaction with Pete's parents. You know, some could say it went okay, some could say it went terrible. We have all of our opinions coming up right after this.
1: You're tuned in to after Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let
0: the buzz Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Crashing After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. As I just mentioned at the top, we will be reviewing Season 3, Episode 5 of Crashing. If this is your first time tuning in, guys, we're an After Show and we are covering HBO's best half-hour stand-up dramedy every week here on the network. My name is Jeff Graham, but I'm not alone because I have Miss Elena Jordan.
2: Hey! Hey, that's me. I'm back. Thank you, guys. So
0: glad to have you back. Elena will hopefully be joining us all season. So um,
2: I'll be gone next week. I know that. She won't I'll be, be here Hawaii, next week.
0: But as but soon
2: as I get back from the convention. Amazing yeah. con. Amazing Comic-Con Aloha. Is that right? So if you're in Honolulu, yeah, you got it. Look at, <laughs> <laughs> Look at me
0: knowing cons. Look at it. I'm great. Okay, so you're missing for a good reason next week. Yeah. And then you can finish out the season with us. So, and J-Rod, <laughs> Josh Rodriguez. Hey, Jeff. How are you? I'm good. It's good to have you here as you well. You
1: look good today, man.
0: I know. I feel like the teen girl. <laughs>
2: I know. Well, look at you.
0: Well, I'm saying that because it's, it makes me think I need to have better hygiene. Because whenever no. I like attempt to like shave my face, everyone's like, what did you do? I'm like, I, I shaved? I don't know. <laughs> it makes me feel like... The, Same. The, the, oh, Same. looking great, Elena. So, I feel like the teen girl in a movie that like took her glasses off and everyone's like, we never saw you the whole time. <laughs> Maybe I should try harder. <laughs> um well guys this is the crashing after show and as i mentioned already but i'll mention it again we're covering season three episode five uh but we will not only be covering the episode we also have some amazing stand-up coming up later in the episode if you guys wanted to see what mainstream christian comedy looks like we have john christ who is a noted christian stand-up and we'll make some predictions because we do that every week but first i want to talk about this episode elena what were your overall thoughts
2: I really, really liked this episode. I thought this was a really good continuation that brought up some things in the last episode that we kind of touched on, uh, like maybe tell your new girlfriend if yes. you're staying in a condo with your old girlfriend You just totally as a called general rule.
0: You totally called that this out. This is
2: why you need a woman on the show. It's so true. <laughs> I'm like, alright, and just in Whoop. general life, as I'm like, guys, this is how to not make your girlfriends cry. Don't yep. do these things. Taking notes. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I loved this one. I thought it was really cool getting a, a look at Pete and his kind of dysfunctional relationship that he doesn't quite think is dysfunctional with his mom. I just, I loved all of it.
1: Yeah. Josh. I loved it too. I, I like cat a lot like i really like cat i like the way that she interacted with the family i mean she knew it was weird she knew that it was a very <laughs> weird environment i think she did her best and i, I like her a lot and yeah what to elena said i'm glad that she called him out about you know not telling him that telling her that he was with ali and yeah. that coming up i had a feeling that was going to come up i thought it exploded into something bigger but it didn't and that's credit to her character because she could have easily made it a bigger deal than it was yeah, well said. I felt—the thing I liked about this episode was I felt like it was kind of judgment-free.
0: Like, I felt like yeah. none of the characters were perfect the whole time. Some of them did the right thing sometimes, and some of them did the wrong thing. There was sometimes I was Team Pete, sometimes I was Team Cat, yeah. and honestly, a couple times I was Team Rita, and we'll have to talk about oh, it. interesting. Oh. Yeah. Um, and I, I also appreciate—I'm someone who's a churchgoer, and I'm open about my faith, and I feel like this show takes a pretty non-judgmental approach to Christianity. Um, which I think a lot of mainstream television doesn't. I think it's very easy to paint Christians as very broad, kind of one-dimensional characters. I think this show isn't interested in that. I think this show is much more interested in sort of exploring, you know, a, a rounder view of, like, the Christian, the traditional Christian American, which I think you don't see on TV that often. So I have to applaud the show on that. Um, okay, in terms of how I want to break down our coverage, guys, this felt like a very, like, relationship-driven episode. So I'm going to talk about sort of all these couple pairings including pete and his mom because you could argue that's maybe the steamiest okay. couple on the show <laughs>
1: according to cat it might be yeah <laughs>
0: emotional <laughs> incest. yes and definitely emotional incest but then we'll talk about just sort of the culture of christian talent because they sort of had this whole like christian talent show at the end which i thought was so interesting but let's start with pete and cat because we had a lot of interesting interactions with them i'm glad you brought up the um Ally, Pete, Cat component of it all, Elena, because you totally called this.
2: I was worried they were gonna take a break from that Kit Kat bar. I was like, <laughs> "This is about to be bad." Like, yes. I, i I mean, I'm with you though. Props to Cat for handling it yeah. as well as she did. Mm-hmm. Like, just kind of, you know, wiping away her tears and being like, "All right, you're right. I'll compartmentalize this for now. Let's go meet your parents. You yeah. have created this situation. Just know you've messed up. We're just putting a pin in this." Yes. So, I I don't know. I don't think I would have been as calm and collected. I think I would have been like, well, really? Your parents know that the car is here? Cool. Do they know that you are kind of a piece of crap and... Because I can let them know if you want. I'll tell them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what did you think, Josh? No, I think Kat handled it well. I think Pete was coming from a perspective where it's like, well, I didn't do anything wrong. Therefore, I don't have to tell you, type of thing. Yeah. Um, because I think Pete's intentions, intentions the whole time he was in the condo was not anything romantic with Allie. Right. He knew that everything was in the past. And, you know, he thought he could probably get away with it by not saying anything and bring it up at a later time, which I do believe he would have done, but it still doesn't make it right what right. he did. And I think that, you know, that's something as guys we have to we have to be better at. We right. really do.
2: <laughs> lying by omission is still it is, lying. It is. Yeah. It's
1: true. Lying by omission is still lying. And withholding the truth is still lying. And
2: uh, yeah, look how cool cat called... is too. It's like just tell her the truth. Just right. be like, hey, right. I'm a comedian. It's extra weird in here. I feel like I'm on witness protection. And to top it off. <laughs> My ex-girlfriend is here, oh, and right. she just would have been like, ha, 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 sucks for you.
1: Especially because she hasn't given him any reason in the past to keep anything from her. Like She right. hasn't yeah. put that up at anything. She's been really cool about everything. She's a cool chick, dude. Yeah. yeah. So why would you withhold the information, why would you to her? Pete's still kind of an infant, relationally, right? Yes.
0: <laughs> He's learning, and I do think he was innocent in this, but you've got to get on your game, Pete. Um, and let's stay on this topic, because what I appreciated was... I think the show was using this as a growth moment for Pete and Kat, because you know what? Pete came to her and apologized, admitted he was wrong and they moved on. And I think, you know, in relationships, the ability to say I was wrong, I'm sorry, is so valuable. And Pete, that's exactly what he did, and that was
1: enough for Cat. But also, he also said, "I love you." He did drop the L, the L word. Yes, we, <laughs> we did have the first "I love you." Yeah, so They prop- said "I
2: loved you," "I did. love you" last week. Did they?
1: Did they? A, yeah, did they I th- it felt like the first one. I don't remember them saying it, right? Yeah. Well, I I I trust you, Lena.
0: I, I, I might trust just way to do it. I know. <laughs> she, she, clearly, she's the best. Man. Well, I because, I because like, they,
2: like, <laughs> they said "I love you" like way fast. It was after like yeah. three weeks or something that okay. so they were together, and then they said "I love you." Was that was like about... a big deal because we never said it to Allie.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're right he did All right. Mm-hmm. there was something about this I love you that felt a little more like companion-y though yeah I, I'm trying to think was the last I love you like immediately post-sex
2: yeah it's it was really more easy of like, to say I love, to <laughs> I love you after you have sex with someone <laughs> that's like if
0: you're gonna say it like easily that's usually what yeah. it is
2: well because um, that one was more of like an I love you in the like I have a whole rush of norepinephrine and yes. dopamine and serotonin. It's all influx. Right, right. Whereas this is more of like an "I understand you, mm. I appreciate you" type love. Yeah, a post argument. We only argument. have one word for right. it, so it causes complications. We need more. That's true. Like a post Eskimos argument.
0: I love you is way more. Um, I think um, companion. It's like way more of a partnership. I love you. That's yes. like a deep. In ways, you could argue that the, the "I love you" that comes after conflict is an even deeper "I love you" than and "I love you" that comes after sex. Yeah. I, I think a lot of I love yous that
1: come out there <laughs> anything
0: but sex are deeper <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <I'll be honest. laughs> I don't know of any dudes that don't have that moment right?
1: Yeah. Okay, I love you <laughs> I just met you, you...
2: Like um, He's like, I mean I love that that just happened and you were here and I wasn't by myself and I existed during it <laughs> <laughs> um, well let's jump, we'll come back
0: to Pete and Cat because okay. we need to throw in their parents <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Elena, you are newer to the show, which is exciting, because it's fun to get your sort of new hot takes on the show. How do we feel about Rita? And how do we feel about oh, Pete and Rita?
2: Rita. Yeah. Rita, Rita. The Norma Norman Bates. Yes. <laughs> oh, good, good call. Good call. Yeah, nice. just 100%. Like, I'm with Kat, like, oh, you could have warned me about your mom's lap-sitting policy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, if I was dating somebody and I went to go meet their parents, and I was like... It's weird. You're a lot more affectionate with your mother than your mother is with your father. And also, I think your dad's losing it probably because of this.
0: Yeah. Do you guys think Kat was right to call
1: out the intimacy as yeah. blatantly as she did?
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I think it's awkward. You know, yeah. if, if the roles reversed, I would say something. Why wouldn't you say something? Especially if you think it's unhealthy. You're looking at this person as a future partner, probably husband. This is something you need to address. Absolutely. You don't know
2: want mom showing up in a wedding dress yeah. at your wedding. You <laughs> Nip know, it in the bud like... right away.
1: Nip it in the bud. <laughs> we'll be talking more
0: about nipping later in the show.
2: Oh, um, <laughs> oh yeah. That was, hey. <laughs> Thank you. Props for that one. I so like that one.
0: thank you so much <laughs> what i have to say though is i this is an example where i think cat was right to call out um pete and rita but to play devil, to play devil's advocate i feel like she could have handled it a little more gracefully because i do think like you need to be sensitive to parent stuff like you know, there's this thing called, like, cleaving, where it's, like, as a guy, you, like, leave your mom and you, like, cleave, leave and cleave to your new wife. It's actually, it's a very, like, Christian term, so I'm sure Pete Holmes would know what I was referring to, but I think, like... <laughs> Love I it think... cleave it, man. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> ah, nice! <laughs> Love it cleave it. Hey. Hey.
0: <laughs> um, but I think there's a way to be, like, you know, Pete, we've got to talk about you and your mom, rather than being, like, this is effed up and emotional abuse. I think, like, to come out swinging like that might have been a little aggressive.
2: See?
1: No, I'm sorry. I No, go ahead. I think she was still angry about the argument in the car. Yeah.
2: I think that's what it is. Okay. I, think, I think it
1: carried over because some you can't just... Car, pen, car, oh, my God, what's the word?
2: Compartmentalize. There you
1: go. You can't do that right away. Yeah, I think you, it transferred over into the house, and then she saw what was going on with him him and his mom, and she's just like, this is crazy. Like, I'm in a situation where this is crazy, and then she kind of vented her frustrations from that argument to his mother and his relationship with his mother.
2: I mean, I, I disagree a little bit because okay. I feel like she handled it I mean as because in her mind they've already had this conversation where they're at the high school and you know he's talking about like oh high school Pete wouldn't like what adult Pete is doing now and you know my family's weird and it's like this kind of So it's already had a little bit of a setup for it Mm. and I think she thinks in his mind he knows that this is what she considers to be an emotionally abusive relationship because it's too clingy Whereas she feels that he's aware of that, he is like, well, it's not really abuse. And she doesn't go in swinging, saying, you know, your mom's a friggin' weirdo. Get off her lap. <laughs> She's like, you know, I had a really difficult relationship with my mom. It's really hard when a parent is abusive. I don't think she was using it as an attacking term. I think she was using it to relate to him. Mm. Like, I was able to overcome my difficult okay. relationship with my abusive parent. You can do the same thing with yours. Okay. But that's when we realize that he's still a little truncated because he doesn't quite feel that that is an emotional abuse. And she has to explain, no, this is emotional incest. It's not good for you. It's not good for your mom. And you're wondering why your dad's kind of weird. It's like, I mean, he's married to a woman that is, yeah, that is showing more emotional intimacy with her son than she is with her husband. And even later we have her talking about where she's like, you know... Tom and I don't talk like you and I right, do, and right. it's like, well, that's weird. You're his mom, like then, like talk to your husband, you weirdo. Maybe then he won't be like squirrel.
1: Do you <laughs> usually, like Pete like, yeah. kind of brushed that off, though? I mean, she said that and he kind of was just like, yeah. Like, do you think he knows? Do you think he took her seriously?
2: I think he does just because later when he's talking to his mom, where yeah. he's like, you know that this isn't normal, right? Like, you know, he, we're, he said, we're, weird. we're not normal. He like, didn't say we're that. Not, yeah. But, but
1: I, I feel like a lot of people say that about their family because I say that about my family. But yeah. I don't think I take it to the point where it's like emotional incest. This is unhealthy. So I, I didn't know how to take that part. But you were right when he did say that.
2: I think for him, that was a big step. It's just admitting yeah. that, like, because in his mentality, he grew up in the church, he grew up like this right. perfect, idealized family. Where it's like, yes, we all, I do what I'm supposed to. I don't smoke, I don't drink, I don't have sex, I don't do drugs. I, you know, I do what I'm supposed to, straight and narrow. Got married when I was supposed to to a woman that my mom approved of. And then everything went awry. So this is right. him trying to piece together what is correct.
0: I agree. I actually really like that take, Lane. I'm glad you brought that up. Because that high school scene was important. And one thing I really like about Crashing is I think in a lot of shows, we'll see the really clear moment where Pete's like, you're right. I do feel this way. And this is me saying it because it's written in this way. Yes. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so <you> know, true.
1: <laughs> But is so
0: But <laughs> in Crashing, I feel like a lot of the growth happens between episodes where, like, we see them in the crux of the moment. And, like, we see the conflict as it's happening. And then the show ends. And, like, I'm sure we'll see emotional growth with Pete and Kat next episode. But the implication is we it sort of happened between episodes a little bit, which I like about the show. Do you agree, Josh? You seem...
1: I'm, say saying again. Say it again. No, no it's me.
0: all good. I just feel like... Even if we didn't see Pete have that moment directly written into the script of, like, you're right, Kat. And, of course, we did have the moment when he sided with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of times in this show, we see Pete working through it all during the episode. Okay. And, any like, a lot of the growth and revelations maybe happened sort of between episodes.
1: This kind of just happened. It was already there. That's what you're saying.
0: Or, like, we'll see Pete recognize that maybe sort of unhealthy relationship with his mom later down the road without the show acknowledging.
1: Okay, well, maybe he recognized it before this episode. I mean, he kind of seems like he already knew that. That's but, how I took but it. But when she's there, he falls right back into his old patterns.
0: Yeah. As <laughs> his
2: mom. As soon as his, his mom. That's it his mom. Him. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: yeah
0: it's,
2: I see what you're saying, though. Like yeah. Some of the decisions that he's making now are not the same decisions he would have made in season one. Yeah. Like, if we okay. took him now and we dropped him back in a similar scenario that he was given in season one, right. he would act in a different manner.
1: Well, I think a lot of that's because he, you know, from season one on, he's got out of his comfort zone. You know, he's done a lot since season one, and he's yeah. been a, a man. I don't want to say he wasn't a man before, but he's basically a, a new man now who's been outside of his comfort zone, who's taken chances, who's been on his own. And I think that that helps a lot in your decisions when you don't have to rely on mommy anymore. Right. Yeah. Well,
0: I want to move on and talk
1: about Kat and his mom,
0: Kat and Rita, because this was <laughs> tense. If we want to talk about the show. Um, You know, briefly meandering into cringe comedy territory. This is when it was doing it. So we're going to go over each cat and uh, Rita interaction and decide whether (laughs) we're team cat or team Rita. Okay, let's do it. So I want
2: like I want to. I know we need like signs.
0: (laughs) Let's start with um, Cat telling Rita that she thinks Pete's evolved spiritually. Team Cat, Team Rita. Because Rita was kind
1: of pushing back on that one. I I feel like that. (sighs) Can I be neutral? Sure. Because uh, I feel like Kat was doing that to prove a point, and she didn't necessarily have to do that. But at the same time, I feel like Rita was pushing. I, I, don't, I don't know. To me, it's like it was on it was un- team Rita. Okay. I, team think Rita. It was, I think it was a little unnecessary. She didn't have to do that. If Pete's having his own spiritual awakening, let's Pete have that conversation with his mother. You don't have to force it down Rita's throat type of thing. You know she's an evangelical. You know she's a Christian. You, there's no need for you to spring that news onto her. It's not your business. It is your business, but it's not necessarily your news to report.
2: I think in this one, I would be more on the neutral side, but I think leaning a little bit more towards Kat, because I agree that it wasn't really her place to bring up, but it was a result of his mom saying, you know, it's so great to have him, his calling, his purpose, and she's like, yeah, it's great that he's doing Christian comedy, because that's great for his brand, and then... She's like, okay. well, it's not his brand. It's his purpose. And she's like, no, I'm looking at the actual logistics of this for his spirituality. Mm-hmm. That's great. But his spirituality doesn't pay the bills. Right. He was on people's, like, literally crashing on people's couches. Right. For a long time. Like, he's going in the right direction. And, like she says, we're both saying the same thing, just with different words. Right. She's never trying to make Rita feel that, yeah. you know, like I, she doesn't try to attack at any point. I just
1: think it's kind of too early in the relationship to have that conversation, to be honest with you. I feel like it was a little. A little too quick, or a little too. Cat does everything quick. Yeah, so, <laughs> she like, sure does. Nice
2: to meet you. Let's yeah. go bang in a dressing room and then in <laughs> a bathroom, and then yeah. I'll say I love you. And yeah, they
0: do
1: move quickly. What do Cat and Pete? <laughs> what do you think, Jeff?
2: I
0: think I'm actually a little team Cat here. I think yeah. I don't know if Cat handled it right. Here's what I'll say. Like logistically I'm not necessarily on Cat's team, but intentions-wise I'm definitely on Cat's team. I think Rita was being a little closed-minded here, and I really think Cat was yeah. trying to have a nice conversation. Like I do don't you think know? I sort of do because I as someone who grew up in a, a family similar to Pete's. Yeah. A more open-minded new age spiritual types when they're trying to, you know, have conversations with kind of maybe I don't want to say closed-minded because it sounds demeaning, but like maybe those with a more Uh, worldview with more blinders, I think she was trying to connect with Rita there. Like, I think she was trying to have a nice conversation around spirituality without realizing this was not the way in. Like, this is... She's never met a Rita before, so I think in another family this conversation is a way to connect, and -hmm. in this case... Don't talk. Do you know that's not what you say to a conservative evangelical Christian? Got it. That's what. That's you, my take.
2: Yeah, yeah, I feel like Rita was kind of looking at it, whereas Cat was like, spirituality is a type of religion. This yeah, is just an adapt an adaptation of his religion. Whereas Rita was hearing, he's not religious anymore. He's right. my version of spirituality, and I am the ocean, and we are all one. And this <laughs> all, you know, like Rita's like, you're not God, honey. You think you're God? You're not. Like that's that's a horrible thing to say like that's a very inflammatory thing to say to somebody yeah. who is, you know, the holy trinity. You don't say, well I think I'm God, but I think you're God and I think we're all God and
0: Yeah, it's definitely it's that's just triggering for someone who's a yeah. super conservative.
2: I get like what she was trying to say, but yeah. it was I think she did do a good job of kind of steering out of it though. Me too. I think we're
0: trying to say the same thing. I agree. Yeah. Um yeah. I uh again, I liked this episode because I think it was it wasn't judgmental toward either side. It just kind of showed us. And the fact that we're not in total agreement here shows that I think the show doesn't have a specific angle on how sure. we're supposed to see these yeah. scenes. Okay. Um, uh, Rita calling out Kat for the braless decision. Team Rita, Team Kat. Team A 100% yeah.
2: Team Kat. 1,000% Team Cat. Team Cat. Like, yeah. I'm at a comedy show in a church. Yeah. Cover up your boobies. She's like, I'm here to support my... What? Jeez. Like yeah, that was a hundred percent. That was just attacking.
0: Okay. Here though, I think I'm well, I'll bring it up. Okay. <laughs> so Kat sneaks into Pete's room and deliberately has very loud, vocally orgasmic sex. <laughs> Team
2: Rita
0: or
1: Team Cat? Team Rita. I mean, I think it's hilarious that Cat did that, but respect the house. Yeah. I agree. Respect I the agree. house. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: the one that I'm like, ooh, Team Rita, Team Rita. Yeah. But not even like Margarita, which is normally the only team that I'm about. I'm a like, yeah. It's, it is funny, a though. A different it's, kind of salty. It's
1: hilarious. And if I was Pete, I would think it's hilarious, too. If my girlfriend did that, obviously because, A, I just got laid, and B, like teaches my mom a lesson. But you, you can't be Team Cat in that situation. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It was my worst fear coming true. And I'm married, so. Just like, if, in theory, hypothetically, that would ever happen, yeah. it would be. It would be silent. It would be quiet. It would be very nondescript. That's You wouldn't be that's yelling your
2: joy throughout yeah, no. the house. No! Yeah. Well, if you guys want to yell your joy about how much you love this show and how much it. you love all of the shows here on After Buzz TV, you can. Because we're all over the place. We're on iTunes, we're on SoundCloud, Spotify. Yeah. So, be sure to subscribe, rate, give us those thumbs up, those five stars. Leave us comments, let us know what you guys think. And be sure to subscribe to all of our different channels here. Mm. We have it all broken up, so it's easy to find. You can click comedy, and we'll be here. Uh, sci-fi, will also be here. Yeah. I want to see the same shows,
3: all of it. I love so, it. So
2: yeah, there's so many. So you guys, help us out. Give us those comments. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Thumbs up. Five stars. Five.
0: And guys, we're really pushing iTunes right now. And I uh, I think our iTunes podcast could use a little love right, right? now. So How it wouldn't mean so much if you guys could hop on iTunes and give us those five stars like they mentioned. It's easy. And it actually, the effort you're putting in versus the amount it helps us as a podcast, is, <laughs> it's a really good ratio. So. Um, iTunes will kind of bump up our podcast if we start to get some more ratings. And we love this show just as much as you. And everyone knows that more people need to be watching Crashing. So you can help the show and our podcast by hopping on iTunes and giving us those five stars. Um, Okay, so post-coital, Cat comes downstairs. Well, first of all, the best line maybe of this season for me comes from Rita. She says, I have it written down because I want to say it exactly as was written. Uh, She goes... She was faking it, you know. And then she says, "A mother knows." I, that know, that was so I
2: cringe. lost it. Oh, it was so cringe, Rita. I was like, what? oh, it was so cringe. What?
1: I bet Rita's kind of freaky, though. Oh, she absolutely is. They say the quiet ones are, or, or, or the more spiritual ones are. I wouldn't know personally, but oh god, yeah. yeah. I
2: feel like that's the only reason Tom's still around. Yeah.
1: Like It's <laughs> a good
0: god. point. Um, Poor Tom. Oh, oh,
2: God, Tom. Poor Tom.
0: And then, um, team, <laughs> and then Kat comes downstairs and is, you know, complimenting Rita on the breakfast, but yeah. she's using her hands, and I'm team Rita
1: here. Yeah, very arrogant. It was, like, very arrogant. Pretty it's rude, like, yeah. like I think. She to knows the, what she did. But, but she
0: Kat's yeah. pissed. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Which
0: yeah. she should be, you know? And I will say, jumping back to Pete and Kat real quick, I'm going to jump back to their relationship real quick. Pete really did the right thing here by standing by Kat's side.
2: I think so too. It's a huge moment for him. I think that if he had not, that could have been the end.
0: Yeah. That would have been the end. I, I bet. think
2: so. I think Kat would have been like, You don't have my back. Like, yeah. you lied to me and you don't, you're not supporting me.
1: Definitely.
0: So I
2: think that moment where he kind of grew a pair. I mean, this is probably the first time he's talked back to his mom mm-hmm. oh, ever
1: man. milestone moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: milestone.
0: Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I don't know if we're going to get more Pete's parents and Kat, but it definitely creates for good television. Um, last thing I want to talk about is just kind of this, um, the Christian entertainment scene.
2: Are we not going to talk about Tom? Oh
0: yeah, we'll talk about Tom a little bit. There's really not much to say about Tom. He loves squirrels. squirrels. (laughs) Rita and Tom. Okay,
2: do you guys think Tom is like that something is not quite right? Like I kind of (laughs) think like maybe he's like early stages of like dementia. No,
1: I'm actually with you on that. I was going to say that. Yeah, and
2: that they just don't even care. Like he's just there and it seems like they're aware that something's off, but like because she doesn't have this actual emotional attachment with her husband like she should she's not picking up on it like when he's when they're i mean when there's somebody on stage singing um i have the sparrow and people are crying and he's like the molding in here is just great yeah it's like that's not like it's something beyond just oh he's quirky it's like it seems like no he needs help and you guys are intentionally neglecting it it's
1: (laughs) a difference between disconnected and being disconnected (laughs) he's he's out there
0: i don't i don't know i Like, like that take it's an interesting one and let us know in the comments what you think i think it's more just um an emotional detachment like i think he's just lost because there's been such a loveless marriage between rita and him i think he's just kind of look there's a squirrel like he's just kind of lost interest in being alive Such a sad thing.
1: Sad
2: to say. Yeah, that is sad. I mean, like, but he's getting paid in canoes for work and there's like no water water (laughs) around. Yeah. It's like this is like a really weird thing. Like there's like Somebody reach out to Tom. He's Tom having a college. rough time.
0: Tom's having a rough time. I will say, Pete talks about his parents on his podcast, and you know this shows semi-autobiographical. Yeah, and you can kind of smell the real Pete's dad in the way Tom is portrayed, especially the hey Peter. Like it's just Peter always talks about how his dad tries so hard to connect with him, but they just could not be more different. Yeah. Well,
2: I love that they both have the kind of dad jokes though. Yeah, it's when true. he's like, no, 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 Mr. Holmes is my doctor. Just like no, just a coincidence. Just. just, a, just <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was good. I loved it was,
2: that. I was like, aw, P, it played you're for like me. your little weirdo dad. Your little
0: weirdo dad. Um, well, let's talk about this Christian kind of comedy scene. Um, again, I liked, I felt like there's a version of this where all of these, you know, Christian comics are caricatures and sort of maybe, um, you know, like, I don't want to say dumb, but maybe like simple um, I, but I, guess, I feel like we got a variety of them. Like, I feel like Fudge was a good dude, right? Yeah. I thought his stand-up was funny about the Wi-Fi funny, in heaven. A
2: devoted gentleman. <laughs> yes. Entertainer.
0: Yeah, I love that. Um... <laughs> And I the bits with the ventriloquist were funny, I thought, how the you know the ventriloquist said amen during their prayer. <laughs> um, but what I liked was once we got into the talent show, I felt like we wanted to... Like, that girl singing Eye of the Sparrow was really moving, you know? like And everyone, even Cat, was super moved by that performance. So.
2: so was Tom. He was moved to look up at the molding.
0: <laughs> Very good. <laughs> His neck was moved. Uh, but I, I just thought this was interesting. I thought this was, like, not the way a typical show would handle this I don't know what you guys thought what do you mean by handle this? Well, like, I think in, like, a, maybe, like, the Big Bang Theory, it would be, like, really bad comedy. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Because, like, how could a
1: Christian ever be funny? Or, like, this right. isn't real comedy. It was just a show. It's like, hey, listen, Christians have, they put on the same type of shows that you go to yeah. on any other day. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think that's what you said earlier about this show. It's that they handle the religious aspect of the show like with respect, actually. Mm-hmm. I think it is respecting Christianity. I've actually been to a few of those shows, like, growing up. I mean, I wasn't really religious, but I've been to, like all-nighter events and Mm -hmm. exactly what that is it's just any other event just with a cross behind you that's all it is well, did you guys like the stand-up? Did we like the Wi
0: Fi It was yeah, cute. I mean I, I it was, I, funny. It, was yeah. I mean, it was okay. <laughs>
2: same, yeah, I feel like yeah. it's the same like level of comedy that they've shown mm-hmm. on the show and clips yeah. before. Like it didn't feel like it was degrading the comedy in any way, which no, I really, no. really liked. And, and I liked
0: Pete's bit on Lazarus. I yeah. That was
2: funny. Yeah. yeah, and seeing a little bit of what he had used like at the synagogue, but yeah. like now adapting it. Like right. it's it's cool to see too the progression of his comedy and how he's making the revisions of making it. A little bit better, which I think is such a testament to the writing on this show yeah. that they're able to literally rewrite a fictional comedic set, mm. right? To then show the com- the com- the comedian's progression, right? I just I really like that, and I thought it was interesting too. Like when they all circled around and were holding hands and doing the prayer before it started, and how that kind of mirrored what he was saying about in high school. You never had around the pole, where mm. like you all stand around the pole and you hold hands and you pray. And she's like, no.
3: Meet me at the
2: pole. Yeah, meet me at the pole. And it's like, we don't normally have that at a comedy show where everybody would get around and hold hands and and pray or, like, any sort of interaction, really. So this, I thought, was really cool to kind of show, like, okay, well, this is the same type of humor. that We're still making people laugh, but it's more of a connection-based thing. We want to be connected with everybody who's here as well.
0: Yeah, I think it's just an example of, like, There are communities of comedy, right? Like, there's very specifically Jewish comedy communities, too. I mean, Judaism's an essential part of, I'd say, the American comic identity anyway. But, yeah, I I don't think the show was ever invalidating this type of comedy. Right. I don't know yet if it's where Pete should be. Like, I don't know if he's really truly expressing his point of view, but I just thought this was a more, like, subtle exploration of this community than I expected from the show, so...
2: I thought it was interesting, too, that we've seen Pete in all of these different environments, these different types of comedy, like his NACA tour Mm -hmm. that like I used to book for NACA for when I was in college. And so we would go and we would watch all the different comedians. And it was a thing where it was like, okay, you may not pick somebody who's makes you laugh the hardest. Like Allie was really clever and really funny. Right. But they're regulations within the student body that you have to and within the association that you have to abide by right so he was able to play within the rules and still make something really really funny Mm -hmm. and then the same thing with this where he had been told you know don't do do real comedy don't do christian tours he's like no i can still play within those rules i can play within these limitations and do a clean set and still have it be funny Mm -hmm. just because i'm not going to be inflexible and refuse to change my set, that's a good thing. That's not a negative thing.
0: Right. Yeah, I think the show, it's a broad exploration of comedy, which yeah. is what makes it, which makes it good, I think. Uh, okay, cool. So any last thoughts on this episode before we move on to some of our segments?
2: I like it too. I'm
1: interested to see how him and Kat are going to progress from here on out. Um, I wonder how much more Rita we're going to see as well. I enjoy Pete's parents. I forget the name of the actress who's playing Rita, uh, but
0: I really like her on this show. She's really good. It's nice to see older actresses being funny. You know, I feel like a lot of times we get I think the diversity of parts for older women can get kind of limited. Um, so to see like a spunky, very opinionated, cheeky Female character who's written to be older is really refreshing. Yeah. And this actress is really knocking it out of the park.
2: Yeah. This show is just perfectly cast.
0: It's really well cast. I totally agree with that. Uh, okay, cool. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our special segment, guys. As you know, every week we bring you guys a stand up, and we actually found a stand up who's pretty popular and prolific in the Christian comedy community. So let's watch John Christ right now.
3: Yeah. oh We're thrilled to be out here, you guys. Tim's going to be here out in a little bit. My name is John Christ. I'll be your host. No applause for me. Okay, that's cool. Again. No. <laughs> oh, wow. oh yeah. Get to Hawkins. Okay, everybody. <laughs> Most important thing you need to know about me, you guys, I was homeschooled. Sounds right. <laughs> yeah, it, it checks out. Yeah. Checks out. Hey, listen, a lot of people make fun of homeschool. A lot of people make fun of homeschool. I don't, okay? To me, it was like the goodest thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> <okay>? <laughs> Okay, does everybody get that? Are we good? It's just a warm-up wow. That doesn't sound right to me. My dad was a preacher. I grew up in church. You know what that means. I was the worst-behaved kid in church. And You can laugh at that jug. The PKs aren't even in here right now. They're out in the parking lot vandalizing your car. So you're a to- preacher's kid, in case you guys yep. didn't know. I'll translate. Thank you. I, to, I moved to a new city. You guys haven't found a church yet to go to in Denver, so I've been giving my tithe money to this Christian organization that feeds the hungry. Uh, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's
0: it's doesn't well. oh doesn't it doesn't age super
2: well. Age that one doesn't age super well. Much like, like a Chick-fil-A a sandwich it's left in the sun, baby. it does not, not age so too well.
3: Oh, God. Barista.
0: <laughs> we'll give John 20 more seconds.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have a joke for that. I'm just reporting the news. What? Like, way to set your kid up for a lifetime of success. Here's our daughter, Barista. Here's our son, Fry Cook. Yes. A... Hi, right, John. Wow. Just name your kid a normal name. I was eating dinner the other day at the restaurant, and the server—I'm not making this up—the server, her name tag said "waitress." Oh. I was like, "Excuse me, waitress." She's like, "Um, it's Watrice." Like, oh, Ooh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> just name your kid a normal name my parents named every kid in our family a bible name parents you gotta stop doing I
0: that I don't love like the normal just name, name jokes a bible
2: name yeah. mean it's it's really helpful, I think yeah. I'm losing John but I'm losing him a little that's bit that's
0: right I liked how we started and you know what he
2: started strong he lost me at Chick-fil-A <laughs> he lost me at Chick-fil-A and then, <laughs> and and then the names the normal name I don't know about that
0: I think there's a fresher take on that joke personally but if you guys love John Christ teach their own I'm, I'm a big advocate of um, comedy subjective so yeah. it is very subjective that is true. Well, I don't have any news this week because it's been a slow week for crashing news, but I do have some predictions, so let's go ahead and do get it. that. Yeah. And
1: now, uh, your, your After, After Buzz, Buzz TV <laughs>
0: predictions. Um, let's start with Josh because we started with Elena for overall
1: thoughts. <sighs> I mean, I, I keep beating a dead horse, but I really feel like there's going to be more to Kat and, and Allie. I feel yeah. like that's going to be a major conflict in this whole season, because I'm trying to figure out where the conflict's coming from, and I don't really picture his parents being around in too many episodes. Um, He seems to be doing fine in his comedy career, so maybe something happens where he starts to struggle comedic-wise, like he's not going to find gigs, or maybe this Christian tour goes wrong. Something has to happen, but the only thing I can see happening right now is something with Kat and Allie and him having to convince Kat that he's really with her and is past Allie. Do you think he is past Allie? Yes, I do. Okay.
2: Yeah, I think uh, they had, like, the little coming up on like Ooh, just a little it. bit. Oh.
0: Was it some good stuff? You can tease it here because I'm it's, sure I it. Yeah, I mean it.
2: it was literally like ten seconds. But yeah. basically it's Allie's show. She's gonna be on late night oh, and right. the That's comics right. are all gonna gather around to watch it. And he's kind of making it sound like Cat isn't really welcome there. He's like, it's a comedian thing. It's a comics thing. Uh, So I think that that's going to be a situation where Cat feels, because she's not part of his comedy world, that that means that she's not as intrinsic to his world as she actually is. So I can see that being the potential issue, even if it's like an alley friendship thing, Mm -hmm. just not having that layer that they're able to connect on. Yeah. And having some some problems with that. Yeah, I
0: like that because for a while it's been refreshing that she's out of the comedy community, but there will come that inevitable time when it's a it's a wedge rather than a bridge.
2: Yeah, because right now it's we're seeing them on tour where like yeah. he would have been alone and what we saw like his NACA tour was kind of depressing and he was just right. really wanting anybody to be there. Now he's all excited because his girlfriend's there. But what happens when they go back to the comedy cellar and they're not in the audience? Like, they're not there as just watching. Like, he's trying to connect with these comics more. Mm. Because we've already seen that she doesn't quite... Like, she's pushing them in the right direction. But yeah, she doesn't really know the rules. Yeah,
0: well said. Um, Okay, I think... So Pete's going on this Christian comedy tour. I hope and what I would like to see is him start to edge into bluer material in front of a Christian audience. Because I love when Crashing gets into that cringe territory, and to watch him, you know, push some of his edgier material in front of a bunch of Christian, like, very traditional Christians, I think would be very funny. So, and it would be an interesting moment for Pete to decide what kind of comic he is. Right. Because modern-day Pete is somewhere in between. Mm
2: -hmm. Like, I
0: think he... His material isn't necessarily blue, but, like, he loves to talk about sex, and he'll talk about... You know, like, he's not, like, an F-word comic, but he is... He does go blue in specific... He's not a Christian comic either, so very interesting to see. And we won't know until next week, of course, guys. Sunday night um, when we'll watch it and Monday afternoon when we'll cover it. So in case you guys are listening to the podcast, we want to encourage you to join our live YouTube after show. We go live on the After Buzz TV comedy channel every Monday at 5 p.m. So check us out there. Elena, will miss you next week. Yeah. Aww, but thank you, you for being guys. here. I That's know you'll probably happening. be swamped, but if you catch the episode and you want to send a little video of your reaction, we uh, we will That's run it new. on the air. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah we,
1: we will do that if you want. Um, Josh, where can they find you online? I am on Twitter and Instagram at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. Elena.
2: I am on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at Elena J. Jordan.
0: Guys, you can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham. I say it every week, but if you want to uh, watch my reactions to ABC's most popular show, actually, <laughs> I will be covering that tonight. Uh, but if not, we'll see you next week, guys, here on the Crashing After Show. Thank you for tuning in.
1: Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV.